0: Hey everybody, this is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and when we started this crazy podcast thing, I mentioned two goals that I wanted to fulfill with the podcast. The first of those was to create a show that had actual play episodes, and we've been doing that. We've released up to episode five, and we have six and seven in the bag, and I'm in the process of editing those to prepare them for publication, so those are coming up in the near future, but... The other aspect of the show that I wanted to do was to share just ideas, thoughts about what it takes to dungeon master, how to run a game, things you can do to pull into your game. And again, at the time I noted, I'm no expert, you know, I'm just a guy, but you know, maybe some of the things that I mentioned will be worth consideration. And uh, it's just a lot of fun to talk about these things, share these things. And if you like something that I say, go for it. If you think it's rubbish, then just disregard it. But whatever the case, I just thought I would share a special episode with you. And the episode I want to talk to you about this evening is Phelan Smurphy, Creating NPCs on the Fly. Now, I will admit, and I admitted this in the very first introductory episode of this whole series, I'm not the most dynamic Dungeon Master out there. And if you've been listening, I'm sure that's become very evident. And there are plenty of reasons for this. First of all, I, as a dungeon master, I tend to overprepare. I like to have direction in my games, and so I tend to spend a lot of time figuring out what I want the players to do. And that can be good in the, in the sense that there's structure to the game, there are things that I've already pre-planned and so forth, but at the same time, It tends toward that railroading experience, and I'm trying to get away from that. That's part of the reason I wanted to get into this podcast in the first place. I wanted to understand how to better serve as a dungeon master. But I also tend to step on my own improvisation. I tend to want to draw back and not throw myself out there. So I tend to pull back a little bit when it comes to uh, coming up with non-player characters on the fly. And so this episode is really about how to more effectively create non-player characters. And so in this episode, I want to go to something that really helped to influence me. And that influence came from a video that I saw. Of course, many players in the D&D world are familiar with Satine Phoenix and her uh, many, many projects that she takes on. And in one episode of a video uh, that I saw. Uh, she has a guest on her show, and Jaffe, and he talks with her throughout the, the video. I've, I've included the link to this video in the show notes, but throughout this episode, he talks to her about how he injects life into his non-player characters. And to me, that's an interesting thought because in so many games that I've been a part of in so many games that I've led, the non-player characters really do tend to suffer. They tend to be one-dimensional, they tend to just kind of be wallpaper. And really in this series, what I wanna get to is every non-player character is interesting, every non-player character has the feeling at least that there's more to him, more to her uh, than just a brief description or a face in a crowd. And so really what, what he goes over Uh, First of all, he talks about in this video, he talks about how posture in a DM is important, and I I can see that. Uh, So he talks about how if you slouch in your seat as you're about to talk like a non-player character, that really helps to add something to your voice. By straightening up, maybe you'll have a more prim and proper NPC experience. Be aware as a dungeon master of how your posture affects the way you roleplay your characters. But the The meat, I thought, of the discussion was when he talks about his Seven Dwarfs technique. And I'm going to talk about this and then give my own spin on it and then share a tool with you before we wrap up this episode. So the Seven Dwarfs technique is based on the idea that uh, Taliesin keeps a sheet of paper next to him when he's running a game as a dungeon master. And it's got a list of the names of the Seven Dwarfs, It's got a list of the maybe the amount of energy they show whenever they're talking, how high their voice is, and whether they're male or female. And so whenever the players decide, you know what, we really want to talk to this guy over here who's just kind of standing there by the barn, he'll reach over to his paper and he'll plunk his fingers down any old way, and whatever words his fingers cover, that becomes the character of the person they're about to talk to. So if he puts his fingers on sleepy, and uh, a male, and uh, maybe a a low pitch to his voice. Suddenly, he'll sound very sleepy, like he's bored with everything. And so, you know, just that quickly, he's created a character completely out of nothing. He wasn't expecting the characters to really be interested in anyone in this town, and suddenly they want to go talk to someone, boom, he's got a character right there. As I got to thinking about this, for experienced Dungeon Masters who are good at that kind of improvisational approach, good. Maybe Seven Dwarfs is plenty. Uh, but for me, who you know, I am working on developing, I think I might want a little bit more in a list. And so I got to thinking, well, Seven Dwarfs, yeah, that's okay. And then I thought about the cartoon I loved growing up as a kid, The Smurfs. And there were tons of those little blue guys running around. And I thought each one of those is really a character. A kind of a typification of a behavior. And so I thought, well, why don't I make that my list instead? And so what I've done is I've created an Excel spreadsheet and added some formulas to it. And we'll go over briefly a couple of examples, but basically you can refresh the worksheet and in doing so it randomly selects a series of attributes that you can then turn into a character in your own game. And so, uh, Again, I'm going to share the link to this spreadsheet in the show notes, and I've set it up so that uh, you can grab this spreadsheet, save it locally to your computer, and I'll go over another restriction I've put in there to help keep it safe uh, it I haven't locked the spreadsheet with a password, but I've locked it so that you can't accidentally delete a formula or something uh, but certainly, I do want you to have the flexibility to update the spreadsheet as you care to again those Uh, that's going to be in the show notes. But basically, uh, in this spreadsheet, I'm going to go ahead and switch to it on my computer. I have a gray box near the top, and that is my modification box. There are plenty of ways to do this. I decided to do it this way. If you have a better way, feel free to grab this sheet and modify it to your heart's content. But basically, in the gray box, that's the only field the only cell in this spreadsheet that I have left so you can modify it. And basically, if you just type a letter into that box, it's going to make it so that the entire sheet updates, and you then get a randomly generated character. So in my example here, I've I've got... I type in anything into that box, and it generates Nosy. So there's a Smurf called Nosy, and he's gossipy, he likes to poke around. His speed is slow, and I, I have the speed column to represent the sp- uh, the rate of his speech pattern. So, a fast talker might talk really quickly and really try and cram a lot of words into a sentence very quickly, whereas a slow speaker might really want to slow it down and speak a little more, you know, slowly. I have a pitch column, and you can uh, the choices there are high, mid, or low. And basically, the pitch is how high you speak. Do you speak a little bit higher, or do you speak really low? Maybe nice and slow and low. And then there's the regular old mid-range. And then again, with the volume, I have high, mid, and low. And you can, you know, maybe make a more memorable character by having a character that shouts everything he says or whispers everything she wants to say. And so by using these columns, uh, you can create a quick character on the fly, and again, I'll explain this a little bit better in just a moment. You can grab this sheet, save it locally to your computer, and feel free to modify it to your heart's content. Uh, I'm giving this to you to do with as you will, and after that it's on you as to what you do with it. I'm going to do another example here. I'm going to modify my spreadsheet, and this time it generated a character of lucky, And things just work well. So this is a kind of character that you might expect to be very optimistic about things. You know, yeah, things look bad, but it's going to be okay. And here's, maybe you can have something work out in the character's favor as they're just standing there talking to him. And this is also a slow speaker uh, in the mid-pitch range and with a low volume. So maybe he's really excited, but he's so excited he can barely speak up. He's just really into what he's telling the characters however you want to play this you know there are many ways to interpret what you get as results it's really just up to you to have fun with it this is really just a prompt to give you a little push into which way the character could quickly develop and then you just go from there let the character develop naturally all right a few of the administrative details again the link to the spreadsheet is in the show notes And basically, once you get in, you should have an option in the upper left corner uh, for file. If you click on file, one of the choices is save as. And then if you just choose to download a copy, that should be one of your choices. And then you can save that copy to your computer. Now, once it's on your computer, uh, depending on what type of spreadsheet program you have, I tested it out with my son, Thane, and basically... The Excel format is a format that also works in Mac OS Numbers spreadsheet program, and uh, it might work if you upload it then into your own Google account. Uh, It might work in their Google Docs, Uh, but basically we've tested it a couple different ways and it seems to work all right. But save the file locally and then follow your uh, spreadsheet documentation to unlock the sheet. Uh, If you do a search for unlock spreadsheet, Uh, You should be able to follow the directions there, and that way you have the ability to change information. If you want to add more character types to the list, go for it. If you want to delete some that aren't pertinent to you or you just don't know what they mean, go for it. If you want to add new columns to add further depth to a character, go for it. This is yours to do with as you want. But basically I just wanted to put this tool in your hands, let you play with it, and just share a neat tidbit that I found. I really appreciated uh, the video because it really opened my eyes to a new way of approaching characters and I think it'll make for a lot of fun and hopefully a couple years from now when we're looking back on the beginnings of this podcast uh, the players will be able to say you know that character we met in that one town I really like that character he, his she just sticks in my mind uh, that's the ultimate goal I want to have characters that come to life that are memorable and that make the game fun and I think the Smurf spreadsheet will help with that. Hope you got something out of this. If you did, or if you didn't, please let us know about it on Twitter. Our handle is at Stack of Dice. We also have an email address, stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Just drop us a line. Let us know what you thought of this. If you think you might use something like this in your own show, uh, in your own games, it's, it's a handy tool. And we'll be putting it to the test in episode eight, as we record that in the near future. We're glad you're a part of this show. We are glad that you're enjoying the story, and we want you to know that we genuinely appreciate all the comments, all the interactions we have with you. It means a lot, and it helps keep us going. We'll see you at the table soon.